0: Hello, everyone, welcome to our second episode of Exploit It for this week the show where we talk about exploitation and cult films. I'm Alexis Chowski. And nobody ever asked me to come out and play. Warriors, come out to play, yay! I'm Kevin Daly. And this week we're talking about The Warriors, 1979, directed by Walter Hill.
1: These are the armies of the night. Can you? The Furies, the Boppers, the Hi-Hats, the Lizzies, the Turnbull Aces, the Gramercy Riffs,
2: Riffs! Right!
1: and these are the Warriors. We know about the Warriors.
2: They're a heavy outfit.
1: They're from Coney Island.
2: Warriors? You guys are the big dudes, huh?
1: Now, they're in the Bronx. We're going back. 27 miles behind enemy lines. It's the only choice we got. Between them and safety stand 20,000 cops and 100,000 sworn enemies.
2: I want them all. I want all the warriors.
1: They've got one way out. They've got one chance. They've got one night. The Warriors.
0: Said we'd do this someday. Today is that day. Today is that day. Uh, Walter Hill, we previously covered his film, Streets of Fire. I think that's like episode 47 or so. Yep. Uh, He also, we've done two episodes of his for Tales from the Crypt. He did the pilot, The Man Who Was Death. I liked. And that Cutting Cards episode with Lance Henriksen. Which is excellent. Yeah. Maybe my favorite. So this movie stars Michael Beck as Swan. He's in future movies we will do. Xanadu. Battle Truck, Force. Oh, God. Battle Truck. <laughs> I haven't seen Battle Truck, but once I saw that title, I was like, yeah, we're doing that. I mean, we're doing a movie called Warbust in a few months. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> and then we got James Remar has Ajax. He was Dexter's dad in Dexter. Uh, we saw him as the U.S. Customs Agent Markham in Too Fast, Too Furious. That's right. He was the
3: villain in Too Fast, Too Furious.
0: Well, not the, the villain. Just oh, not the villain. Well, you're right. He's not the villain. Just a dick. I hate that character, so I always view him as the villain. Then we have Deborah Van Valkenburg has Mercy. She played the sister Riva in uh, Streets of Fire. That's right. Yep. Yep. Uh, we have Marcelino Sanchez as Rembrandt, the hottest character. Well, the cutest. He's the one I liked best.
3: Is he the nebbish one?
0: He's the nebbish one with the spray can.
3: He's the artist.
0: Yeah. Uh, He wasn't in a whole lot of other movies and television because, sadly, he passed away from AIDS in 1986. That'll do it to you. We have David Patrick Kelly as Luther. Did a couple Spike Lee films, like Malcolm X and Crooklyn. He played President Truman in Eastwood's Flags of Our Fathers.
3: I love that the crazy fucking white dude plays Truman.
0: Yeah, this crazy fucking dude. He uh, he also plays Charlie the Cleaner in the John Wick franchise. Oh, I haven't seen... I have not seen
3: the John Wick movies. Yes, I know. Everyone tells me I would like them.
0: I haven't seen the fourth one yet. Um. So then we have Lynn Thigpin I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Has the DJ. That sounds right. She was somewhere in Streets of Fire, but her famous role is as the chief in Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah, yeah, it's the
3: fucking chief from Where in the World and Where in Time, Carmen yeah. Sandiego
0: from the game show and the the rebooted versions of the video game that came after the show. Yep,
3: yeah, she's—I mean, she's a legend for those of us who grew up with that show.
0: Yeah, and when I was researching, I was reading like snippets of reviews of the video games that are like. Well, the game is just what you would expect, but this woman playing the the chief is awesome.
3: Yeah, she's she's great.
0: So the Warriors is based off of a 1965 novel, the same name by Saul Yurik. That novel is in turn based upon Anabasis by Xenophon. Uh, his- loosely, loosely, did you look into it? A little bit. Yeah. Well, they they get one of the characters as Cyrus. That's true. That basically, in the that. Story, uh, Cyrus the Younger hires 10,000 Greek mercenaries to help him seize power, and then he dies. So now we got these Greek soldiers just stranded on the other end of Persia and have to somehow get their ass home. Yeah. Now, before we get into the movie, you can find more of our, uh, more of our episodes on our website, exploit- ExploitItPodcast.com. God, I can't speak. Plot it. ExploitItPodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at exploit podcast or on Twitter at podcast exploit. You can also join our exploit discord. The link is on the website, or contact us at exploititpodcast at gmail.com. Alright, I love this movie by the way. That's a, it's a,
3: it's <laughs> an intriguing movie. It's got it's weird. It's very weird. It is fun though.
0: So we open with credits, you know, over this great shot of Ferris Wheel at Coney Island at night. And we get this one gangster telling that we're going to go to this gang conference, Cyrus send an emissary, and he doesn't want anybody packing or flexing muscle. Um, That's their gang leader, Cleon, speaking. Yep. Now, some descriptions refer to this as a, it takes place in a dystopia. Which, I mean,
3: in so much that 80s New York is a dystopia.
0: Yeah, it's just gang-ridden 80s New York. The gangs are colorful and weird because that's just the way they wrote it.
3: <laughs> well, it's kind of his. It's like Hill's vibe, right? Like Streets of Streets of Fire has is very stylized and kind yeah. of weird. And it,
0: Streets of Fire takes place in Fogtown. Like the yes. every scene was full of just the streets bleeding steam. And
3: this just happens to be a alternate ver- reality version of New York where. Instead of street gangs just being, you know, normal, they have to dress up
0: in costume. It's fine. Yeah, and we get to see all of that over the credits, and the credits are just, the, the music is awesome. Um, as we see all the, we get the warriors who are wearing these sleeveless leather vests that have warriors stitched on the back. It's their uniform. That's a lot of leather and not much else. Yeah, they look hot, though. <laughs> I mean, they're not bad. Yeah, and then we get um, a bunch of different gangs all headed to this, this big gang conference in the Bronx. Apparently some mimes, there's some <laughs> baseball gang, with oh, face paint, not sure why. I don't know why we didn't get more with the mime gang. <laughs> that is the biggest tragedy of this film. Because can you imagine
3: a, like a rumble scene with all the mimes fighting as mimes. Like, how is this not done?
0: Yeah, like we do get more with the baseball gang. There's another gang that all have matching yellow jackets that say electric eliminators.
3: Yeah, there's there's I mean, if you could break down all of this stuff, I'm sure there's
0: all sorts of funny things. And we get little little bits of dialogue with the Warriors with their their point of view, um, how they feel about this going to this conclave. And We also get this whole montage is mixed with views of the subway map. Right. Well, it's kind of, it becomes relevant. Yeah. During this, there's a dialogue of, I don't know who says it. He's like, one thing we, oh no, it's, it's a fucking James Remar's character, Ajax, who's like, hey, one good thing about Cyrus's little get together is meeting some strange wool. (laughs) Is that common slang? I don't know. I've never heard that slang. But then, he accuses the person he's talking to of being a, a faggot, and I was like, "Ah, yeah. oh. oh, this guy's a shitty person." He uses that word quite often too. Also, look at your your vest, my friend. Yeah, you're wearing a sleeveless leather vest and nothing under it, and these. And you hang hats. out with, and you hang out with
3: nothing else but guys. Let's. Methinks doth thou doth <laughs> thou protesteth too much.
0: Yeah, and um. So they they show up. Well, they're, they're, I like to go. I bet not. A, I bet nobody's even going to be there. And they show up, and everyone is at this fucking park. Oh, um, and there's like playground equipment, and people all over it. And Cyrus gets up, and he starts his speech. And his speech. Cyrus
3: is the leader of the biggest of the gangs.
0: Yeah. The uh, what is the name of his gang? The Riffs. The Riffs. Yes. Can you count, suckers?
2: I say the future is ours. If you can count. Come on, Cyrus, we're with you. Go oh, ahead, bro. Now look what we have here before us. We've got the Saracens sitting next to the Jones Street Boys. We've got the Moon Runners right by the Van Cortland Rangers. Nobody is wasting nobody. That is a miracle. And miracles is the way things ought to be. You're standing right now with nine delegates from 100 gangs. And there's over 100 more. That's 20,000 hardcore members, 40,000 counting affiliates, and 20,000 more not organized, but ready to fight. 60,000 soldiers. Now, there ain't but twenty thousand police in the whole town. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
3: I love this speech. It's it a- is so captivating.
0: Before, when I was in high school and I was watching Joe Bob Briggs' Monster Vision. Yeah. Every time, you know, the lead in, like, oh, tune in, it would be showing clips from movies and it always had this, the, can you dig it? Yeah. And then he showed The Warriors one night and it gets to that speech and it was like, this is the fucking movie. Yeah. But yeah the speech he, is so good. He brings up that there's 60,000 gangsters and 20,000 police that one gang could run this city. Um, we could tax the crime syndicates and the police because we got the streets. But, yeah, you know, we're all fighting over our little turf.
3: Yeah, it's very much kind of what I was talking about before. We have, you know, basically the man is keeping these guys down and keeping them fighting for scraps amongst themselves. It's the power dynamic. Yeah. <clears throat> he wants to erase that power dynamic, you know, unity and community. Yeah, it's a bunch of gangs, but, like, his vision is very... I feel like his vision is a very positive one. Just one of peace and cooperation, rather than just letting the rich and powerful control everything.
0: Yeah, that their enemy is the man, not each other. Right. Meanwhile, there's a gun being passed around. Somebody snuck in a gun, and it makes its way to Luther, whose gang is the Rogues. And Luther's the crazy guy who gets up and assassinates Cyrus.
3: Yeah and uh I spent the whole movie wondering what his his motive was. Oh his we motive? We told. Is... Yeah. Uh he just did it cuz fuck it. Cause yeah.
0: He 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 a crazy man
3: cuz he's just a psychopath. He just did it cuz he felt like it. There was no you know, I don't like his vision or he's getting too power. No, he just was a fucking crazy shithead.
0: Yeah, and so the police show up, and every it's mad chaos. There's people running everywhere, because, well, there's 900 gangsters in this, stuffed in this park. Yep. The cops are raiding, so everyone's, it's madness. Cleon goes to check on Cyrus, and that's when uh, Luther comes up and says, That's the warrior! He shot Cyrus! I saw him! And so the Rifts just beat the hell out of Cleon. They beat that poor man to death. But the other eight warriors—they managed to make it out okay. But unfortunately, they—they'd never heard anything about the false accusation.
3: Yeah, none of them—none of them are aware of the situation that is about to befall them.
0: So they go in the cemetery, and Swan takes charge. And uh, he's the second in command, anyway. I believe. Yeah, he—he's like war chief. Yeah. They have ranks. Yeah. And Ajax is like, "Well, I got much to take over," you know, and. Nobody wants Ajax in charge.
3: Right, because he's an idiot. Also, this is not the time to debate over power structure. Get back to Coney Island, get back to your fucking place of, you know, control. That if you want to have, like, a Dune style knife fight, you know, to power, then fucking do it then. But now's not the time for that shit.
0: And they're like, how are we going to get back? Coney Island must be, uh, 50 to 100 miles from here, which... It's actually only 30 miles, but it's a long 30 miles.
3: I was going to say, it feels much longer.
0: <laughs> because they're at the north end of the Bronx. So they've got to get through the Bronx, all the way through Manhattan, into Brooklyn, and down to the south end of Brooklyn where Coney Island is. So they gotta they got quite a journey ahead of them. So they're, they're like, let's go, let's do this. Rembrandt marked this spot. So we get to see cute Rembrandt go and... Spray paint a, a tombstone.
3: Yeah, and uh, it's not the first bit of spray paint on that tombstone, so I'm just like,
0: eh. Yeah, uh, Cyrus' gang, the riffs. they meet up, and they're almost like a cult. Yeah, they are very well organized and disciplined. And their new leader comes in and is like, riffs, And they all shout back, yeah, right! <laughs> Who are the warriors? I want them all! Send the word! Their new leader looks like uh, like Dion Sanders. He does. I mean,
3: he's got a lot of swag, but it's just kind of weird. Like,
0: Dion, is that you? And so they send the word, and they have the DJ who is giving coded messages to all the gangsters. Has uh?
3: So have you seen? You ever watched much American Dad? Not a whole lot. There's an episode of American Dad where uh the the, the boy Steve. Uh, gets himself into trouble with uh, with the school, and the whole school is trying to hunt him down. And uh, he's got to go, he goes through all these different, like, cliques. You know, he's got to get past the stoners, and the drama kids, and stuff like that. It's and the this. principal, the principal is trying to uh, key them all off, and he literally, the principal, who's, um, it's Kevin Michael Richardson who does the voice of the principal. You'd rec- you, you, you know what his voice sounds like. Yeah. It's the deep Black guy voice, and um, he keeps—he's yeah, made it past the stoner. You know, he's just—it's the same thing. And I'm like, oh, that's what it was riffing on the whole time—the yeah. Warriors, which makes that episode even funnier.
1: All right, now for all you boppers out there in the big city, all you street people with an ear for the action, I've been asked to relay a request from the Gramercy Riffs. It's a special for the Warriors. That's that real live bunch from Coney, And I do mean the Warriors. Here's a hit with them in mind.
0: And it's a, oh, it's a good song and a good montage as all the gangs are like, yeah, let's do this. Let's get ready. Let's all go out there and kill the warriors. They're all out there. Warriors don't know this, though. Yeah, right. Um, They're hesitant about getting onto the train platform to go home. And with good reason, because here comes a bus full of gang members. Yeah, Which is apparently a gang called the Turnbull ACs which age Is that a I- reference to something i don't know could be a neighborhood i don't know yeah he says these lousy skinhead fucks but there's black people in the gang
3: so maybe they're referring to like skinhead in the like original sense like the punk skins.
0: yeah the like, all these shaved head people
3: yeah the skinhead subculture uh was originally the uh working class uh, london youth in the 60s ah uh. And, like, two, like, they were a big part of Two-Stone Ska and stuff like that. And then, at some point, it got co-opted by fucking racists.
0: So they uh, they all rush onto the train in time. They, they manage to avoid the bus full of gangsters. And they're like, woo, we made it on the train, we're home free. But they're not. The train is stopped by a structural fire, and so they all have to get off the train. And... They they say, maybe we ought to worry about who set the fire. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, did the other gang start a fire to force them off the train? Yeah. Meanwhile, the rogues are at a newsstand and Luther's calling to, like, check in, I guess, with other gangs. Yep. You know, he just takes a candy bar from this newsstand and the woman's like, hey, you owe me money. And he just throws the chocolate at her and it's like, ah! Yeah, he's just a raging psychopath. His, and now the Warriors they uh they get made by a gang called the Orphans, which they're like low tier in the gang hierarchy. Yeah, they weren't even invited. No, and they're like, but we real gang, we real tough gang. And they're concerned about their low status, so they, they want to make a name for themselves. But the Warriors they go over and parlay with them. Maybe you ought to show me your invitation. How do you figure?
2: Well, you come armying down here, invading our territory. No permits, no parley. We're not
0: invading. And I'm parleying right now. We were just at that big meeting up in the Bronx. We're going home to Coney. The train gets messed up by the fire and dumps us here.
3: I don't know what you're talking about, man.
0: How could this be a big meeting if the orphans wasn't there? Listen, you didn't miss anything. There was a lot of hassle, a lot of heads got busted. Yeah, you think the orphans
2: ain't with it? You, you think the orphans ain't well known? We didn't say that. Well, we got a heavy rep. You mess with us and you'll find that out. You see that? They write about our raids in the paper. Yeah. Hey,
1: that's
2: really
0: heavy. The orphans, right? Yeah, got a youth because She talks about you guys all the time. We ain't got one. That must be because you guys are so bad, they're afraid of you. There's nothing wrong with you making it through our territory as long as you're coming in peace. But then along comes Mercy. And she's making chicken sounds, she's mocking everybody, she is just starting trouble. Yeah, this character. She's just there to start shit, and you know what, she succeeds. Yeah, she just stirs the pot. Like, that's her whole fucking thing. And they, they call her a whore. Like, we're not going to hide who we are just because some whore shakes her ass. She's like, don't call me no whore. I ain't no whore. So they they break parlay and the warriors go back. They're like, we're marching down to the next station right through these lame fucks territory.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, you, they, their costumes are, they're, they're, they're war colors. They're, you know, yeah. like hanging a hanging a blue flag or something.
0: Yeah, because the orphans tell them, you can pass through, but you would have to take your colors off. You go through as civilians. Yeah, street clothes only, no. But it's not like they have other clothes. They would just take the vests off and be walking around shirtless. Right. Although Mercy's walking alone at night, you know, with her nipples quite prominent in this tiny top and no bra.
3: My wife watched this movie with me, and she goes, I wish my boobs were that small so I could not have to wear bras, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Ajax grabs her, and the warriors are there, but, like, it's it's not really a parlay. Uh, for a moment, I thought they were just legit gonna rape her.
3: They do in the book. Oh, they do? I was reading the synopsis of the book. Well, they do it later, but... Oh, oh, that makes it even
0: worse, because she gets nicer later.
3: Yeah, she doesn't even, like, show up in the latter half of the book. In the book... They like after this whole thing, yeah, because the 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 orphans come back around or wherever the equivalent are in the book, because they all have all the gangs have different names. They they win that fight and then they gang rape her and then they just leave her laughing.
0: Oh, so so the warriors are mean. Yeah, but here the orphans show up and they're like, "We're gonna get you, warriors," and the warriors. They they they're pro about this. They they rip a piece of mercy skirt off and use it to make a Molotov. Yeah. They blow up a car. They make their escape and they're they're kind of stunned that the orphans don't chase them. And they're all planning to to get down to Union Station because that's where they would change trains to to get to Coney Island. Yeah. And the DJ is like, "Okay, we're gonna have to do better. Our friends just made it past one of the minor league teams." Yeah. So, of course, with the rogues, Luther, the psychopath, is thrilled that the Warriors got away because now they get their chance to go kill them. Right. They're like, we're going to go to 96th Street Station. And here we go to 96th Street Station. And the police are there and it's a big chase. Everyone's all split up. And one of the Warriors, Fox, gets in a fight with a cop and he's thrown on the tracks in front of an oncoming train. Wasted. Numbers are dwindling fast. Yeah, incidentally, Walter Hill and this actor who played Fox did not get along at all. Huh. uh, To the point where Fox went and reported him to SAG, you know, because Walter Hill was being hostile.
3: Yeah.
0: And after that, Walter Hill goes to his his crew and he's like, I want you to make an insane stunt where this guy dies. Like, well, that takes some time to set up. He's like, I don't care how you do it. I just want you to kill him.
3: I want him dead.
0: I want his family
2: dead. I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. I want to go to the middle of the night. I want to piss out his ass.
0: And that's why they get this. That's why Fox dies by getting hit by a train. Jesus, I want him dead. So the gangsters are on two groups now. We have Vermin, Kuchis, and Rembrandt make it onto the train. Well, Swan, Ajax, and Snow and Cowboy make it to the street, and they encounter the Baseball Furies, yeah, the ones with the painted faces and the baseball outfits. And we get a another chase with awesome music. And the Warriors, well, these four Warriors manage to fuck up the whole baseball gang. Yeah, and they take yeah. The, the
3: Warriors are good fighters.
0: Yeah, and they take that bat. Their bats where the DJ has to pop off and say, Latest sports news off the street,
1: Boppers. The baseball furies dropped the ball, made an error. Our friends are on second base and trying to make it all the way home. But the inside word is that the odds are against them. Stay tuned, Boppers.
0: Meanwhile, Rembrandt and the others, they make it to Union Station and they find a bunch of girls. And they're like, hey, we got some time. And so they, uh, they decide to go off with these girls. Which, that's not gonna end well. Not suspicious
3: at all. To be fair, they're not aware that there's like a, yet, that there's like an all point, you know, an APB put out to them for all the gangs. They don't
0: know this yet. And so, meanwhile, the others are going through the park, and there's like a woman sitting alone on a bench. Yeah. And Ajax is like, hey, I'm gonna go, go rape this woman, Okay. Yes. And they're like, oh, Ajax, no, we don't have the time. He's like, well, well, you're all a bunch of faggots. And he goes back to this woman. And the rest of them are just like, okay. And at first this woman's to Ajax, she's all flirty. She's like, oh, you've got muscles. And he's like, yeah, I do. I'm going to rape you now. And um, the others are like, we got to go get Ajax. We, we got to look out for him. And turns out that this woman's an undercover cop. That this is all a sting to stop park rapists? I guess. And she cuffs him to the bench, and the police are showing up, and he's like, You fucking bitch! And he's trying to drag the bench to go beat her up.
1: Your nights in the park are over for a while, honey.
2: You're under arrest. Hi,
0: lady. Come on, lady. Kiss my ass.
2: (whistles) Come on, lady. Come on, quit playing around. You don't want to play around with me. Let me out of this thing. You
1: hear me? God damn it. You let me go. Let me go. You can't do this to me. You lousy bitch.
3: Yep, cops rough him up real good and take him away while his friends look on, going, well, we warned him.
0: Yep, and I'm glad that character's out of the movie.
3: Yep, he's gone. Not dead, but the numbers are dwindling fast.
0: Yep. And so the others, Rembrandt and the others, they, they, the girls take them up to this party and it's just lots of flattery and compliments all around. But Rembrandt's like, you know what, this seems pretty sus- like, he's the only one that's not hitting on girls. Yeah. Because he's like, something here ain't right. Because indeed, something ain't right. These girls are a gang. called yep. The Lizzies. Which I'm like, is that a play on like, Leslies? Could be. Because <laughs> they're an old girl gang. Right.
3: And two of them are getting awfully friendly with each other.
0: Yeah. But they they managed to make it away. Meanwhile, we have Swan and Mercy alone walking the subway tracks and dealing with the tension between them. And Swan's like, I don't like the way you live. Meaning her promiscuity, which somehow he right. knows about. And she I mean, they did, they did call her a whore before. Yeah, but I—men, angry men call women whores all the time. That's true. <laughs> but she is promiscuous. She's like, yeah, I am. It's, you know, who I am. It's because she's poor and lives in this terrible place. That's the only pleasure she has in this shitty life. You know, so she might as well have sex. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, right. you go, girl. You do that. You do you. It's like
3: that scene from Cabin uh, Fever where they're just like, you're on a plane and it's going down and you're going to die anyway, so fuck it. Yeah. Quite literally. Literally in this case.
0: She's like, life sucks. I'm going to have as much fun as I can. And the only fun that I can afford is fucking. <laughs> yep. And so then they suddenly kiss. I'm like, whoa, did we need a romance story in the middle of all this? This movie's pretty well-packed as it is. And she's, like, begging for sex, and Swan's like, no, 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 we got got shit to do, come on. Yeah, so everyone manages to make it to Union Station. Um, Even Mercy shows up at Union Station to help them fight the roller skate gang. This gang's actually called The Punks, but there's the one dude that's on roller skates. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's a big-ass brawl in the men's room. It's a, it's a pretty intense little brawl, Yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah, well, Swan plays this smart. He gets them all into the men's room. They, he can tell that they're being followed. It's a good ambush. Yeah, he picks the battlefield. That's that's what you want to do. Yep. And so meanwhile, the riffs, this informer comes to say, I, I saw who shot Cyrus, but we don't get follow-through on that yet. Right. Well, no, the Warriors learned from uh, the Lizzie's what's going right. on. Yep. Because the Lizzie's, before they whip out their knives, you know, and guns to kill the Warriors, they're like, yeah, there's a hit out on you. You're the famous Warriors, the ones that shot Cyrus. And then we get the, the really good moment when they're on the train home and you get this, like, rich younger people getting on the train that are, like, coming yeah. from, like, fucking prom or something. Prom or something, yeah. yeah. And it's just this stare down of wealth versus poverty. Yeah, it focuses on a. It's just Swan and Mercy, and it's focusing on like how dirty they both are. Like they got dirt all over their hands, you know, because they've been fighting and shit. Yeah, and uh they're proud of it. And there's a point where Mercy goes to like fix her hair, and Swan stops her. Like you don't need to make yourself look good for them. It's just a really good moment. Yeah, Swan does pick up a. F- Corsage that was dropped by the rich people and gives it to Mercy. Though, yeah. As they they arrive in Coney Island in the morning, and Swan's like, "This is what we fought all night to get back to, huh?" And Mercy's like, "I guess I'm part of your gang now." (laughs) Yeah. And uh, as they're going through Coney Island, Luther and his gang they're following right behind them, and that's when we get the the classic line there where Luther has those bottles on his fingers.
3: Yeah, which I guess this is all, it, like, ad-lib. He just picks up the fucking bottles in there. It's such a classic moment. It's one of the more most iconic moments in movie history, in my opinion.
2: Warriors, come out to play. Warriors, come out.
0: Swan does what a leader does. He he picks his battlefield again and leads them out to the beach for the fight. Right, and he confronts Luther. He's like, "Why did you waste Cyrus?" That's so when Luther's like, "I just like doing things like that.
3: <laughs> I, I just like killing." Um, yeah, he's a psychopath. That's literally all. I'm like, damn, that's kind of disappointing, but also like seems right
0: for this character. <laughs> So, Swan's like, let's go on a one on one fight. And Luther's like, no, you're all going to die. And he pulls out a gun. Lucky I
3: would like to point out the only person who uses a gun in this movie is Luther.
0: Yeah. He is. Come to think of it, yeah. Even the police don't use guns. Right. But Swan has a knife that he throws and it gets Luther in the wrist and makes him drop the gun. Yep. And the entirety of the riffs are there now, like the whole gang. And they're like, we found what we're looking for.
2: You warriors are is good, real good. The best.
3: The rest is ours. Hey, pound for pound, they've shown their abilities to fight. Maybe, you know, individually. Of course, they're outnumbered. Yeah. Most of the, most of the time. So.
0: Yeah. Well, they fought their way through the whole of New York City.
3: Very excellent fighters. For yeah. the few that remain.
0: Yeah. And then the DJ's like, good news, boppers, the big alerts called out. Now for, you know, here's something for that special gang that had such a hard time getting home. And it plays that, like, Survival in the City song.
3: Which I like. It's a, it's a dude from the Eagles, right?
0: Yeah, I think. Joe Walsh, I think. Yeah. In the City is the name of the song. And it's, song. it's Joe Walsh. Yeah, pretty good song. Mm-hmm. Um, The Eagles version of the song was used in the Simpsons episode, The Winter of His Content, in which Bart plays... The Bart plot is a parody of the Warriors. Uh, There you go. (laughs) There's another one.
3: Simpsons did it.
0: And it's also played in the Rick and Morty episode, The Ricklantis Mix-Up. That's the Citadel episode of Rick and Morty, where just Morty's killing Morty's. I love that episode. That's one of the best episodes. But this movie... Oh, it's one of the best movies we've had. This is the best coffee. This is a lot of fun.
3: It is very strange. With the whole gangs having, like, costumes. But it's just got this cool vibe to it. DJ. Oh, yeah. Like, each thing is kind of its own individual set piece. Like, they fight the different gangs and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think if they were all just regular-ass gangs, it wouldn't have been as memorable. Right. Yeah. Um...
3: It is kind of like a saga, but like the like the Greek story that it was very loosely based off of.
0: Yeah, the movie does have a lot of energy, you know, definitely unique. Became a big cult film. When it came out, there was a lot of violence in the theater, so they, they pulled it for a while. And, you know, then they, they finally put it back out because it was getting good reviews from critics, which is strange that the, the movies that become cult films are usually the ones that critics hated. Right. This one, critics liked it. So they brought it back into theaters. It's very, yeah, it's a very creative
3: um movie, and that's a good thing to be. You see so much retread of, of things, and it's nice to see something that's well, not a retread.
0: The Rockstar made a video game of it, which there's a video on YouTube that I watched some of where somebody basically played the video game and all the cutscenes to create a shot-by-shot remake of the movie. Huh. It's interesting, and it works because um, it's a lot of the same voice actors. Um, they returned the, the, A lot of the actors from the movie returned to voice their characters in the video game, and this <laughs> was in 2005. So oh, like 25 years after the movie.: Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, one who did not return was Roger Hill who portrayed Cyrus. Yeah, this was a problem. Yeah, he he sued them saying that they used his likeness and stuff. But Rockstar was like, well, we have the likeness of the character in our license agree- agreement from the film. And then Roger Hill died and the case was never resolved. Oh.
3: Which is uh, actually could have been a potentially important like case law thing. Yeah. About- Likeness and who you know who do you have authorization for? Maybe you have a like license for the character itself, but not to use the voice lines because the voice lines are part of you know. Sadly, we never got to hear that case decision because the guy died.
0: Yeah. In two thousand nine, there was another video game released by uh, Warner Brothers. That's just a beat 'em up scroller called The Warriors Street Ball Brawl. Huh. Funko Games put out a. A board game of the Warriors in twenty twenty two, which that sounds interesting. I'd want to play that. And uh the Russo brothers announced that they're working with Paramount Television to develop a uh, the Warriors series for Netflix. Russo brothers are the ones that made a uh, uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Okay, well that could be good. Yeah. Potentially. And in August of 2023 it was reported that Lin Manuel Miranda has begun work on a stage musical adaptation. So that, that
3: will be interesting. That is a thing that could exist. Yeah. Um, I like, you know, I like Lin Manuel Miranda. I, I think he's a talented oh, person. Oh, he is.
0: I haven't hated anything he's done.
3: He's a very talented musician. Um, that is definitely a a challenge to make this into a musical, but um, good for- <laughs> Godspeed.
0: So, yeah, any last thoughts on this movie? I mean, not really. It's
3: it's a fun movie that is very interesting and creative with good pacing, good acting, and one of the best speeches in, in movie history, frankly.
0: Yeah. Um, Cyrus's speech is amazing. <laughs> oh. So next week, our theme is Cars. Vroom vroom,
3: vroom vroom,
0: and we're watching the car. That's the name of the movie, The Car. I'm assuming what it's about is on the tin. Yeah, it's about a car. Excellent. And we're doing a a bonus feature, which well, we're doing cars, so I'm pretty sure you can figure out what the bonus feature is. Yeah, take a take a guess. Yeah, and that's the uh. Last episode for this year. This is the last episode for
3: this year. Wow, shit. Well,
0: We've managed a lot this year.
3: Yeah, ha- happy New Year, everybody.
0: Yeah, happy New Year. Next year we got big things planned. We got, I got more
3: interesting films to discuss.
0: Yep, we got some movies to get through. We're we're, we're gonna, I swear, this year we're gonna get through all them fast movies.
3: Yeah, well we gotta get caught up. We gotta be prepared for all the
0: new ones. Fast X two or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So we will catch you next week for the car. Good night everybody.